that needs more volume. You want that louder? That sounds so puny, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it, it's because anything pales in comparison to what follows. Or no. would anything oh, would see. pale in comparison to this booming voice. So rather than me giving you direction on production, we're just going live with the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing about production. It can you be seem done. to have sat down on the couch. It can be done in post. <laughs> okay. Oh, look at you. You got your Greg Bagney socks. Paisleyans. Yeah, I've had mine oh, for God. a long time now. Remember, I thought he just sent you some, and I was so sad. Uh huh. I was enjoying I, that. I got the special plate. You got a plate. You haven't seen the special plate. Oh, That's I didn't get a plate. I got a buff. Yeah, I got the buff. The buff is good. The buff is nice. Buff's nice. I like the buff. We'd love a Greg's egg. Oh, if Greg is listening. Four G. When's the last time you did a Greg's egg? Um, for any platform. We'll take it. Mark, we were... Oh, we need a pandemic Greg's egg. I know. What, we need I, a check-in from 4G. Oh, my God. From behind the... Ch- I'm peeking out. From behind the cheddar curtain. I'm sure uh, his workspace has also been changed irrevocably by the pandemic. I talked to him and I was... He was in his lair. Well, he was in his gorgeous house roaming about and then he went to his workspace. Well, that's all the same. He, that's what he would... Is it a workspace in his house? It's over the garage. Well, because that's how it was when he was out here, too. His workspace was Was in the garage. That's right. It was the garage. Well, now he's got one over there. It's a new one, though. So maybe nothing has changed. (laughs) I didn't mean necessarily the mechanics of his day. I just meant, how is, hey, that's a good question, Mark. How has the natural products industry, what is, how has it been impacted most by the global pandemic that is bubbling back up again, Mark? If I'm hearing you right, this is a pitch. God, am I peeking out like a bitch? This is a this is a like a what? <laughs> this is a, this is a, let me put my hand between. The, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm peeking out. This yeah. is a pitch. Oh, you said pitch? I, yeah, I said pitch all the, all the entire time. Oh, that's okay. Let's hope so. <laughs> that was very aggressive. This is a pitch to four G for a Greg's egg. You're saying we want a natural products changed how? Yeah, or is that too facile? Is that the no, easy question? Good. Well, I was I was actually pitching you There's that no softball, quit. but oh, I can give I can that, that's you passing the buck. Well, I'm going to give it to answer. you, but you don't like the answers. You think they're too pat? What are the answers? Score. Everything's scores. online. <laughs> score. Score bars. Everyone <laughs> wants toffee and dark chocolate. Ultimate Stor- comfort food for dark done, times. I haven't done this in a while. Stores closed. Oh yeah, I remember everything that. went online. Yep. E-commerce, e-commerce, e-commerce. All Everything's e-commerce gone stats. digital, Mark. CAC. All about CAC. CAC. What does that mean? That is a customer acquisition cost? Yeah, that's what that is. Lifetime value of consumer? All that crap. Mm. Metrics. That changed. Uh, everybody wanted an immunity pack. But they didn't. What they, want, what they wanted was those tried and true ingredients. Vitamin C, elderberry, zinc, blah, blah, blah. Invermectin. <laughs> yep, put that in a supplement. Get rid of that uh, intestinal lining. You don't need it. Yeah. Well, you're right. Those are boring answers. I'd, <laughs> I'd hope for more. I think the real interesting stuff, Josh, which you can speak to as a thought leader in the Ooh. IDW space. Oh, yes. And for those who don't know, that stands for Intelligent Dingus Award. Yes. No, well, Intelligent Digital Worker. Oh. Um, Workforce of the future. The, the lasting psychological impact of this pandemic. That's an interesting story. What's going to come out of that? How's that going to affect shopping behavior? What kind what of kind supplements of will be there for us you would as think we rebuild our you, broken brains? For a long time, our wounded old, hearts. The old SUPS industry has sort of, whenever Sups. one of these healthcare scares would come along, you get this little pop. But it would always normalize, come back to. I think this might be a real deal. Maybe there's a larger scale conversion to supplements that lasts forever. Well,. Until we're all gone. This does feel like the era of snake oil. <laughs> what better time <laughs> to what? sell snake oil than, <laughs> than in the era of... Oh, it's not all snake oil, Josh. Oh, so Mark, we were talking... What is the musical interlude before I... Oh, it's... Uh, the gink, the, the, the something goose. The Plymouth Goose Part Packard 1? Packard Goose. Packard, Packard Goose, goose Part 1 Live by Part one. Mr. Frank Zappa. Okay. Just Mark, we were... As we were holding hands and walking through the garden upstairs earlier, we were 
doing what we normally do. We were talking about things that we're grateful for. And I realized yesterday I was grateful for a strange thing, Mark. Is it me? I, no, I was gr- grateful for dog shit yesterday. That is an odd one. Very grateful for dog shit. Now, please let me explain. tell you why, Mark. Yeah, please. I'm going to try and do this as succinctly as possible, but there's many things happened. I told you that I was going to take my older... I'm going to revise okay. my statement and say Here it's not go. a plate. It's more of a thin bowl that Greg made me. He made, like he threw you a bowl? Yeah, I'm just going to put a bow on this one. He, he So he does this dot painting. Yeah. Sort of aboriginal, uh, dreamscape-y mm. dot work with little paint tubes. And he goes and buys things at yard sales and dots them up. And so mine's, I think, like a shallow like metal bowl plate. Gorgeous, prominent oh, position. I see. So it's like, like found art. It's found art, and he sent it to me. We were we were having this chat, and he showed it to me on air, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I'll send this to you." And he sent it to me. Fucking love you, Greg. Yeah, good guy. Um, back to your dog shit story. So I was gonna. I think I told you I was taking my older son. We wanted to go see the band Idols, who were both Look very taken guys. with. How? Which concerts have you taken this young strapping man to? We went and saw OCs at Red Rocks. Red Rocks show, yeah. And then we went and saw Idols in okay. Phoenix. We went First to Phoenix. Two shows. You went to Phoenix? We flew to Phoenix. We have Are a you surplus. Me? <laughs> we have a surplus of Southwest points. What is going on over here? You flew to Phoenix? <laughs> I flew we flew to Phoenix. Oh my God! We left on a Friday at right after he got out. Of, I took him out of school early. What a treat! We drove to the airport. We flew to Phoenix. You were blowing my mind to go see Idols. Wow! If you you should watch video of them playing live. Have you listened to any Idols? Have we had Idols conversations? We've had lots of Idol conversation. Well, oh yeah, this was episode one seventy Idols conversation. Oh, let me get that done. That's where that comes in. Um, so anyway, but the main reason. What a dad. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it, but also I wanted to see Idols. They're, <laughs> okay. they're a very moving band. But yes, what a dad. But also, you know, I used to do a bit of music. I don't even, it's not really <laughs> journalism. I don't know what you uh, call it. I thought it. you were going to say you used to do a bit of music, full stop. No, no, no. I used to do a bunch of band Q&As for skate magazines back yes, in the you day. you did, I know. Always for slap. I've always wanted to, to break into Thrasher. Was able to do that, Mark. That issue is coming onto newsstands. It it left the printer. Wait a minute. Oh, but what is the topic? It's a an interview with Devendra Banart yes. and Noah Georgeson. About his meditation. It's just about, they made an ambient record it, over the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you make sure I see that when that's out. I, w- I went to Barnes & Noble yesterday to see if they had it, but it, it hasn't, it just, it left the, the presses, like last time I checked in with the music editor there. Okay. But so that was fun. Is, it, that, like, is it like 200 words? It's like two two full pages. It's a Whoa! it's an in depth Q and A. It's topical. Hot it's, dog. It's a very scintillating conversation. Um, but you know, oh, Noah's big time. Noah's a friend, so it was very you know easy and fun. I've met the vendor before. It was just fun. We just like bullshitted. I transcribed it. It was great. I I didn't really have an appetite to start doing that work again because it's. Right. But I didn't remember why. I but remember then, why. Well, so then I'm like, well, we're going to see- Because you do five of them, and you're like, this is just a bunch of hot, no matter what I ask. No, 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 it's not that. Oh. It's, well, I'll explain to you what it is. So I, then I'm like, okay, we're going to see Idols. I'll pitch them Idols. I don't think they've ever done an Idols interview. Oh, my Lord. She was into it. I knew who the publicist was through- you. So I'm like thinking, I don't love doing band Q&As, because it's just, it's nothing against it's bands. A, it's a tired medium. It's just a weird thing yeah. to do. Yeah. But I'm like, well, maybe if if we if I do a Q&A with them, maybe we could do it there in Phoenix. Maybe Elias could meet the band. That would be cool. Like, he's clearly going to be a professional musician of some kind. So if I can use... <laughs> Wait a minute. That's decided? I mean, he's super laser focused, man. That's okay. all he does. Okay. I have no doubts that if that's what he decides he wants to do, that's what's going to happen. So I'm like, I have this weird old skill set that maybe could allow him some access to meet some musicians. Why not, right? So I'm like, I'll do this Idols Q&A, but then we ended up, they wanted to do it over Zoom, I think. Oh. Which is fine. Like, it's actually- Come on, you were in Phoenix. I know. They didn't know that. You should have told them. Well, I mean, I told their publicist. I don't know that they knew that. Oh, okay. So it was fine. They were in Washington, D.C. We did a Zoom call. It felt like it went really well. It was fun. They got, you know, they, there were a few questions I asked that I 
got like a slightly chilled response. So I was like, but I'm a, I'm a pro, Mark. I'm like, oh, I'll bounce to the next thing. I'm not going to get hung up. But there is this like, there was this part of me that felt very young and immature again in a weird way. Do you know? Mm. And so the interview concluded it was fine. It was great. But how did you feel about that part? Were you glad it was there? Or were you like this? I'm well, this is this. what happened. So then the publicist had been recording the Zoom call on her line and she said, I'll, I'll send it to you later today. So I was like, oh, cool. And then it never came. And then I the next day I reached out and asked, like, can I get that link? And I never heard back. And then my mind starts turning. I'm like, did I? They didn't like it. Did something happen they didn't like? And then I'm like, oh. I mean, they're not, you know, they're, they're focused on vulnerability and openness as, as a male. Like, if you, their music is really quite incredible in a lot of ways. It's really good. I mean, it's loud, aggressive sounding music. But then when you listen to the lyrics and see the live performance, you see that it's all about like trying to kind of redirect, especially like masculine energy, toxic masculine energy, get men to feel comfortable opening up and being vulnerable hmm. and creating safe spaces where that can happen. Did, that, you, did you ask him a lot of Edward or Edward 40 hands questions? No, nothing like that. I meant they, they've kind of been made the torch bearers for uh, kind of a crusade against toxic masculinity. Emo. They've been featured in like PBS NewsHour segments and stuff. Right. So I asked him about that and got really good responses. But then they were also saying like, we also kind of feel like the term toxic masculinity, at least the guitar player was saying that, is kind of loaded. It makes it seem like all masculine, like males suck or like being mm. a hmm. man is toxic. But there's a better way. It's well, being open, vulnerable. So it's clearly, good talk. That's clearly what the libs are trying to push down our throats. <laughs> right. But I mean, so they're, they're, I guess you'd say progressive thinkers in that sense. So then I'm thinking like, did I say something that offended them? And then I'm like, well, I remember I was trying to ask this question where I was sort of expanding on a thought I'd heard them have elsewhere. And then I was just wanting them to like hot take, you know? So, but I think I said, am I crazy? Which that's fine. But then I'm like, wait, I remember seeing on Instagram once a post of things you weren't like supposed to say anymore. And crazy uh, was one of the things you're supposed to start stripping out of your vocabulary because wow, okay. it's insensitive towards mental. I mean, that's the thing though. My mind is grasping I at know, straws because I'm wondering why, why haven't I gotten this tra- this interview yet? Yeah. I want to get moving on it. So my, I started like chewing my own <laughs> head, like trying to figure out like, did I say something that was like you fucked triggered up? Triggered them I- with the word crazy? Well, I think I said it, and then then eventually, like someone got back to me and they sent it, and it was no problem. Yeah. And then okay. I felt like that's how that story is. a total idiot. Yeah, but it fit, it fits into the rest of this, right? So so anyway, we go to the show. You did the interview before the show. Yeah, just a zoomer. <laughs> and then so please but don't I, say that ever again. <laughs> but I wasn't ready to like transcribe it yet. That's the other thing I hate transcribing an interview that you've done. You have hey. to listen to your fucking shitty no, voice. No, you over send that to Fiverr. Have somebody do it for like five bucks, or you could just use like a yeah some text, tool. text or speech to text software. Yeah, get an IDW on that. I probably should. That's actually one of the things that would save me. That that would anyway. I don't want to do more of these band Q and As really because it's, right. it's emotionally well, I, taxing. I think. Look, huh. the Devendra Noah one's a, a no brainer. That's just fine. Of course, yeah. you would do that. This idol ones. This made perfect sense to me if you were going to the show. Why not try? Yeah, yeah, but these are one off. They're like special occasion. Well, yeah, You're not going to do this every... Don't do this all the time. No, I won't. I won't. And well, this was very, who am I to say what you should No, I think that's sound advice. And But I couldn't... Like, there'd been so much inner turmoil about this interview. <laughs> it was, like, all unfounded. Uh, but... I'd be shocked if one word, one semi-triggering word could cancel your whole interview on you. You know, but you get in your head about uh, of shit. Of course you do. But they, so weren't, they, weren't, they weren't like that at all, so I don't know why... Is it alive? No, I, I just finished transcribing it this week. The thing is, like, I couldn't, like, there there had been so much turmoil inside, Mark, that I wasn't ready to sit and listen to the whole you thing. Space. I was like, I just want to go see the show. I don't want to think about this interview right now. Gotcha. So we flew out to Phoenix. Yep. Uh, got went, COVID. Got a minivan. Nope. Got a minivan? Why? Because they had one for us. Did like, all four of you go or just two of you? It was just Elias and I. Oh, dad, son. And it was so fun. We flew out there. Dad and We son. went and stayed in this crazy little, oh. Crazy! You did it again. Uh, hotel that was tucked away in one of those. You know, have you been to oh, Phoenix? There's like those. Did. Are they called bluffs? Yeah, probably the bluffs. Yeah, the hotel was in the bluffs. It was this old. You could tell it was like really cool when it first opened in the 70s. Um, so that was charming. Then we went to the show. They were 
you had to have proof of vaccination, the paper cards. I had happened to bring those with me. Oh, thank God. Or you had to do a on-site test. But we were vaxxed. They had on-site tests. They did. Rapid wow. tests. Oh, okay. So we rolled up. Uh, right as they were checking our tickets, we hear them start playing. It was amazing. Got right <laughs> down in front. Unfortunately, we stood too close to a an alcohol vending area. Oh. Which is weird because this is a band that they're- so busy. Well, they're, they're, I think all of them are sober. They don't drink. Like He was drinking an N.A. beer on stage, which was kind of funny. Because someone in the crowd was like, I want that beer. And he's like, well, there's not alcohol in it. Huh. But uh, huh. there were these like these guys, maybe a little older than me, that were just getting hammered in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole, the whole point of this music is sort of this non-toxic masculine atmosphere, you know, where you can be... Well, I'm having you can a inhabit your... Your, yeah, or for, a, but not just for men. It's for anyone. I'm having a vision now of the. You're close enough that the band can see, and they see this rowdy gro- group of drunk people, mm-hmm. and then they look over and go, "Hey, I know you. I saw you on Zoom last week." More or less. Yeah. Right. And then one of these guys like uh, stole this lady's phone. There's this kind of stout, aggressive-looking lady, and he. <laughs> I, I think later I pieced together. I think he had taken her phone and was like filming her with it, and she freaked out on him and. Yeah, why would Went off and her husband was off in the corners and he was this dumpy looking guy in this big fisherman's hat with a mask. You could barely see him. And he came running over and pushed the guy. Ooh. And they almost got into a fist fight. And then security dragged the husband out and Rowdy then came back and got the other guy later. Oh boy. As the band finished and the room cleared, there was like vomit everywhere. It was very surprising because they're that's not at how, did, least, how did Elias handle that? He was grossed out by the puke, but he loved he loved the show. He, he loved the show. We both drank it in. It was without any alcohol involved. Yeah, no alcohol. Just sitting there watching an amazing performance. In nice. fact, I would if if they come to Denver, Ari wants to go next time. Like the four of us will go. You should go with your family. I mean, it's loud, oh, aggressive. Boy. Like, uh, here's what happened. Music, but it's so good. I mean, and here's the problem. It's almost like I haven't it's even a little looked. transcendental. Oh, here we go. I I would love to take you up on that offer. Uh huh. What I am dealing with in my house is. Harper finally went to her first concert because yeah. she wouldn't go to any of the ones I wanted to take her to. Boom. Madison Beer, who apparently is some pop star that I'm unaware of. Beer, is it B-I-E-R-E? No, no, B-E-E-R, I think. Beer? Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't even know. Maybe I'm wrong. This you looks went like to this show, though? No, I didn't go. She went you with just her, sent her. She went with her friend and her friend's older sister. Where was so the show? So I was show? like, oh, that's going to be a fun time. But, uh... You don't even know where the show was? Well, uh, Sunset? Sun? Sun Salutation? Sun, sunset Ridge. It was It was a, it was a, a place I hadn't heard of. Clearly. It's in Rhino. Su- sunset? I don't know. Sounds great. <laughs> but anyway, like I, she's not going to an idol show. If you could get her to one, it would change her life. <sighs> Such good stuff. All right, I'll keep trying. So we go to the show. Maybe I'll just go with you and your kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can come with us. Absolutely. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a celebration. It's fun. And we had a great time. And then we went back to our room and watched. I'll go to that. And then you guys come to the fish show. That's that's a tall <laughs> order, man. You go to, I tell you what, if you had the right mindset and you went to that, you would. That's what I'm afraid never of. Come back. I'd have to completely change my lifestyle if I went and enjoyed that show. Here's that what you need to do. Problem. Here's what everyone needs to do. Go back and listen to Harris Whittles. Am I getting that right? Oh, yeah, I know. He loves fish. He loved fish, but he did a podcast with Scott Ackerman, yeah, Comedy Bang Bang. You loved it. Well, you got to listen to it because it'll get you. You'll be like, okay, because you'll be Scott Ackerman. I'm not going to get excited about fish. Oh, I'm not even, I'm not. You just wait. All right, anyway. Um. Uh, oh, so then we went back to our hotel room. We watched Django Unchained, you know, doing some, watching some inappropriate, violent movies. Father, son. And then we went the next day. We there is a there's a just a plethora of amazing skate parks in Phoenix. So we brought our skateboards. We went skating. Here's where I really start telling the story, I guess, Mark. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I gotta go in forty minutes. I I kept trying this front side grind on this weird piece of transition that kind of had a strange. Wait run a minute, out I, a I got lost. You took your skateboard to Phoenix. Yeah, we brought our skateboards. You found a skate park. No, there's tons of them. We we only visited two out of. 10 at least that were all around but they were really good mm-hmm. but i fell on my knee 
And I had my fancy pants, some of my fancy outlier pants, and I ripped a big hole in the knee. Oh, and I had this big, bloody scab. But really, not that big a deal. But then we came back home. Our, it was fine. Our flight was delayed, but we, we traveled well together. We had an excellent time. And then a full week later, like the scab is kind of healing up, but it sticks to a pair of yoga pants. <laughs> I'm pulling them off, and it rips the scab off. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, my knee just starts swelling. It gets really Ooh. big and swollen. It's, I'm sensing infection. And there's heat on it. Like it's, it's hot infected. to the touch. Yes. It's so, so I call Dispatch Health. Yeah. Which are the service I was explaining to you. They send two technicians out. Yeah. They look at my knee. Yeah. They decide that there are two things going on there, that it's a, a an infection, maybe slight infection in that scab. And then I might have, she called it washerwoman's knee. Where we're like, if you've been like on your knee too much yeah. on a hard surface, you'll get like the, there's a sack, I think, in front of your kneecap oh. that'll fill up with fluid. Yeah. And I don't even know how I did that to myself, but. My knee was all swollen so for a few days. Okay. So and then it you? started draining down my leg. Oh. And so my ankle was all fat. Oh. And my leg kind of looked like, I, I hadn't thought about my dad's legs in a while, but my dad had one leg that was, I mean, is lame. He ran a bunch, mean right? Mean to say. Well, yeah, but he'd been in this bad accident before I was born and he couldn't move his right foot at But like, he ran on it? Ankle. Yeah, he was a runner. He, he ran like kind of with a limp almost. Oh, huh. Well, like that foot would just slap the ground. Oh my god! Yeah, he would run, and it, my brother and I used to do impressions. Are of you his wearing breathing. nurses' shoes right now? Go, what are those shoes? <laughs> Wait a minute, sorry. Who's doing hoo ha? That was my dad's running breathe. Like when he was running, that was his breath. You'd hear, we'd hear him because he'd go for these early morning runs. We'd sit outside, and we could hear him coming down the street. You hear his foot slapping. <laughs> oh my god! You hear this. Oh. <laughs> hey, look! He had a controlled, measured breath. He had a breathing technique. I actually have a bunch of his old runners' journals. Oh. And he, he kind of had like weight. I think he had a little bit of body dysmorphia because he would constantly go weigh himself at the King Supers. So oh. in with his journals, they're always like oh, wow. what he weighed. Hmm. And I think little comments sometimes about how he'd put on too much weight. It I, was, don't, I don't look good in my jeans anymore. That was a big concern. But that, that leg, especially as he got older, like it would yeah. always swell up, I feel like. And he'd wear tight socks. And then you'd see him like in the evening when he took his socks off and the skin like... There'd be almost like a muffin top from where it had swelled. But that was happening to me. I was experiencing my dad leg. Yeah. And then I realized like my fancy pants were ripped. My dad liked fine. Is this podcast just you catching us up to date on your life over the past two weeks? A little bit. Some emotional turmoil, Mark. This is inner work right here. I mean, you, This you're is just, the future. You're going deep. I'm almost done. <laughs> so what did we, we do for the knee? Well, so you've been- Antibiotics. Oh, yeah. So a cycle of antibiotics and then just some 600 milligram ibuprofen prescription. Oh, you don't drain anything? It didn't need to be drained. It it wasn't. I think the swelling was just the fluid on the knee. I think okay. the infection was really probably very minor, but, you know, you don't want to mess around with your I joints. I wonder how you got it infected. Well, probably because uh, my yoga pants ripped the scab off. Yeah, and I, I, I installed a new garage door opener, like in our garage. Well, that'll do it. I think that might, I might have banged my knee and not realized it. Or gotten some grease in there. There might be some, some chain Well, grease. you know what it is? We're, we're becoming old men. We are unable to fight. You just get a, get a cut. It might get infected. I know. You could get a staph infection from anything. Get taken <sighs> out. Well, so You know what this is reminding me of? I went to college, Neil Gottlieb. Yanked from Survivor over his knee. Wasn't it his knee? It was his knee. He had a, a open wound. Open wound and the fear infected. of infection. Well, cause if you're, a if sore a, spot to this day. Well, you, if you, you don't want a joint getting get infected. A, I did, a sore spot. That's yeah. a good pun. Thank you. Um, I think the only point in my story, the reason I was spitballing this too is I'm trying to figure out if I can take this Thrasher review and turn it into a Paris review style piece. Because <laughs> I read this one that someone wrote. It was like an essay about they had to clean out their parents' house because their parents had died and they just listened to Chances with Wolves the whole time. So it was like they'd combine these two things. I remember that story. Yep. So I'm like, I've got these threads here. I've got Was that in the Paris Review? I believe it was. Or Harper's, one of the two. One of the two. But I've got these threads, right? I've got this father-son excursion to go see live music. Yes. Um, And then- You've got the interview that happened. And then you've also got the theme of Idol's music is is like like allowing yourself to be open- Well done. And vulnerable. One of the great tragedies of my dad's life was his own father- died had a heart attack on a ski mountain on my dad's 18th birthday oh 
and they, and his family like never good opened. way to go though yeah he was probably having a good time had a heart attack i think he might have gone quickly i never met him but he sounded like an amazing man he would walk around singing opera all the time oh but my 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 father and his brother and my grandma i don't think they ever talked about their pain they never mm. i feel like they you, talked you've about gotten they, to the heart of this story and that's where it is. Dealing with dad's death. That's but so my dad's life, when I look back on or it. The, yeah, reckoning with his life. Is defined by a series of tragedies, like a tragedy on his 18th birthday. Then before I'm born, he gets in this really bad car accident. He was on his bike. He got hit by a car. He creates the flop. He bounced off style. the windshield, landed oh. on his head. Oh. He was in a coma for months. Oh. Came out when they tried to feed him uh, peach sorbet. <coughs> he didn't like peach sorbet. He didn't like it. No. But he had to relearn to walk. And then he... He, he accomplished that goal. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> but uh, well, That's a good time for the interlude, I think. We're getting close to it, but... Oh, hold on. Or was that just a crowd noise? <laughs> I forgot that was in there. What was that? It was crowd know. noise. I like it. Um, so, anyway. Josh, I want so, you to keep... So, I, so I was... Oh, we can't stop thinking, him. But he also, he liked the finer things. He would buy an expense. He bought like sobs. You are working through the story right now. Live I bought on these air. like fancy pants, you know? Yeah. And then I had ripped them. He liked so- oh, sobs. Yeah. So I, my, my fancy pants were ripped. I, oh. And then these shoes you were making, these are some, some of those barefoot shoes that I like. Yeah, that's what I did. But they're I, that same week. It looks like you should be going in for your shift in the OR. They're just like <laughs> basketball. They look like Stan Smith's. Yeah, kind of. But they just have a slightly wider toe box. They're wonderful shoes. I love this brand of shoes. Vivo Barefoot. Don't love the name. <laughs> Don't love bare feet in the name, but the shoes are high quality. Um, and then, so then the day I get back from the Idol show, I'm at Sprouts, picking a bottle of kombucha off the shelf. Another bottle which, falls. Which brand did you get? It was GT's. Okay. Another Tried bottle falls, breaks, Ooh. slices my shoe. <laughs> Flays the leather on my brand new shoe. Wow. And then I'm thinking things happen in three. I'm like, okay, two weird things happen on the right side of my body. Is it frayed? I rip my pants. Well, I I use some. I have like that professional shoe glue stuff. Of course you do. You brush it on and I fixed it and it was fine. And my jeans or my pants, I took them to this nice, this wonderful tailor in Cherry Creek and they put a patch under it and stitch. You can see it, but it adds character. They're like better pants now. Absolutely. But there it is again. So I'm th- okay. My fancy shoes. My pants got ripped. My knee hurts. Like, but things come in threes. So then a week later, I get this infection. But I think all of these things happened because I need to commune with my dad. My dead dad. <laughs> I need to relieve some of his pain. I need to tell these this so. story as strange and fragmented as it may seem on first blush. It's all oh, it I, all weaves together. I can see it. Sure. So anyway, that's my plan. Mark. I think this is the second time I've hornswoggled <laughs> you like this. I've, I didn't. I pitch like an AI article yes. like this once. I pretended like it was it had the tree germane the, and the commune of tree roots and the mycorrhizal community. That was. Oh a, yeah, that's a good one. That one's still working on that one. You too. combined four or five things there. I mean, I can see it, Josh. You know, it's like you're at the park, you're at the skate park, and you fall and you rip the pants, and then there's a cut to the other narrative and something in your dad's life. Then you come back, and the, the kombucha happens, and a cut. To, yeah. You weave them. And yeah. the theme is, like, if you don't, if you don't find a way to, re- to release that bottled up Well, it's coming pain, out. It's coming out right now. Here's the question. Well, you know what happened to him? He, like, the, the, the final tragedy of his life is that he drank himself to death alone. I'm aware of that. Yeah. So... Well, how does a Harper's editor say no? <laughs> and how, how does that how does that story end with like heartwarming tears instead of? I'm sure you'll find a way. Well, I mean, because maybe it, it doesn't have to. End something about going you know, to that show and communing with idols you end and, with the, and their with the and their uplifting message of. Yes. But also, like when I even when I first heard Idols, before I even like really li- you dug end into with the, the father son bond, even amidst the vomit and the mayhem, some special moment. Exactly. Oh, yes. one more. All right. Well, I mean, this. Well, here's the question: Do you even give this to Thrasher, or is this just? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them their Q and A. Do both. Yeah, yeah. Because that's another thing. Think about this: you're you're an editor at Harper's. You're getting a lot of stuffy submissions. And then you're reading this one about this crazy British band 
And then, the, oh, he interviewed them for Thrasher? I'm going to put that in there. Oh, absolutely. That goes in the story. They're going to see Thrasher. They go, we need to get this in our pages. Yes. Get that hip, young, extreme yes. crowd Tell, uh, reading make, our literature. Make sure when you pitch it to a pla- one of the stuffier places that you at least give a little one-liner on who Idols is. They may not even know. They might not. I mean... Idols, a... Whatever. Do a little digging. I think you'll enjoy it. But for now... Do a little digging. Frank Zappa. Maybe you thought I was a pack of goods, right? Or the Ronald McDonald of the New Orleans Shoes. We'll puzzle the people. I don't need no excuse for me. Is that the way of the future of us, fair me? So they might understand Seven, three products. One product is on the show floor here today. Is it Moon Juice? Moon Juice brings the plants, science, and wisdom. Our supplements, skincare, and food elevate consciousness and well-being. Or is it Moon Dingus? Oh God! I almost spit out the matcha. How long does this go on? Here's our our story. (laughs) The cycles of Mighty Luna often bring ebbs, internal pain, and anguish. But we love Mother Moon so. The moon is ultimate dingus. (laughs) And moon dingus is the ultimate supplement. Okay. So I was able to save that little nugget from our trip to Expo East. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole episode 
was mostly for not, but we did get that. We, we lost the footage, but I do remember that moment. And you cracking up in chipmunk voice. Did, something happened to me. I was possessed by that moon dingus. So welcome back. Uh, 9,000 episode 170 idols conversation. That part of the podcast is over now. <laughs> we can keep going. These stories not, aren't I, think that great. I think I exhausted Have everything done, I had in the tank. I don't think we've ever done an episode with no news items. Ooh. That's a challenge. It is. But we've got some tasty morsels, don't we? Our, I don't know, do we? Let's see. We've got, you tell me what, we've got four. You tell me what you like. Okay. I've got scientists reveal the wild history of Earth's CO2 since the dinosaurs died. Oh, yeah. That one was kind of cool. That came from you. I've got. Uh-oh. Penis worms were the hermit crabs of their time. Whoa. For some toxic male energy. Oh, yeah. See? I've got man melts bottle caps in a pizza oven to make skateboards. Oh, hey, you sent me that, I think, didn't you? Where did I, I see I, that? I did. Oh, okay. And I've got five things Mark Zuckerberg said about his plan for the metaverse that should make you very worried. I think I sent you that, right? I think... Two of these are yours, two are mine. Hey, that's a perfect balance. Let's dig right in. That's collab. Let's dig right in. Pick. Oh, pick. Because I haven't read any of them. <laughs> uh, we could start with that CO2 one. I read. I mean, I did read that. It was probably a month ago. There's nothing in comparison to what's happening now. Happening. Happening now. What is happening? Big snakes, alligators, giant tortoises, and flying lemurs thrived in a balmy Arctic some 50 million years ago. It was a time when the potent greenhouse gas carbon dioxide had spiked in Earth's atmosphere, making the high polar regions downright tropical. But that's the lead. But for as a, as in as 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 as, as dramatic as the climate <coughs> shift was then. Ah. From what we are experiencing now, I think its precipitation is much steeper right now. Like nothing's ever happened as quickly as it's happening right now. I, and, and maybe if you here's well, a chart, is that right though? We should do Josh reads a chart. That was a great segment. <laughs> <laughs> what is average? Is that what it was? <laughs> what the hell store is average? This is a, a chart showing the strong link between past carbon dioxide levels and global temperatures. Dinosaurs, Antarctic glaciation, Greenland glaciation. I don't know what this chart's telling me. That, that, that's beyond I think they were able to tell a lot of this stuff by looking at fossils in the ocean. They could tell a lot about the ocean's acidity based on these fossils they had and how old they knew the fossils were. So they were able to kind of figure out how much CO2 is in the atmosphere. And I believe the nut of the piece... Uh, was that uh, this shit's unprecedented, dog. I think that was the... Isn't that a poll quote? This shit's unprecedented, dog? <laughs> I don't know. I should have read it. Uh, All right. That was a whiz bang. <laughs> We're in deep shit. Uh, Is it an, it's another deep shit story, but I have seen several deep shit stories lately that are, are kind of like we've been in deep shit before. Well, like the planet's been in deep shit before. Yeah. It wasn't good for the things living on the planet. Right. It's sort of like that George Carlin bit, So the planet's right? going to be fine no matter how much we poke it, prod it, and prick it, yeah. but we're not. Well, you know the George Carlin bit, right? Where he's, like, the, the whole, the, like, the Save the Earth campaign is very disingenuous. Just ingenuous, because the Earth will be fine. It's You're really uh, saying save, save. Right. Well, I guess humanity and other life forms, but the Earth. Oh, yeah. Have you, you know about the Gaia theory? Of course I know about Gaia. Do you? All right, I'll let you take over then. That's good. Next story. Uh, well, no, that the the I think the Gaia idea is that the Earth is more active, or maybe like a a bigger, bolder ecosystem than we might think, and things like COVID might be this global ecosystem trying to get rid of us because we're fucking up the balance, or not even yeah, or or find balance. Get rid of enough of us to find balance, at least. Yes. There you go. And, but we're going to fight that with technology. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, IDWs and such. Penis planes. Not a plane. A rocket Rockets. ship? Yep. Yep. Did it, I read that one of those guys has already died in a car crash? The guy, one of the people that went up with Shatner. Oh. Was in a plane crash. Not car crash. I think it was another plane crash. That's sad. Saw space. Kind of. 
Well, you're tumbled back to earth. Ooh, that sounds like you need to watch episode two of Can't Get You Out of My Head. Oh, we need to finish that up too. <laughs> I know we've been fuck, <laughs> and that's a lift. I think we still have one that I've already got notes on. Uh, maybe I have my reporter's notebook. I'm sure you do. All filled up on episode five. We're only two away, and then of course episode seven. We'll get the man himself on the mic. Mr. Curtis, knock, Uh, knock, knock. We're going to get Adam Curtis for a hot Zoomer. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yes, a scintillating Zoomer. That's the second time I've used the word scintillating, Mark. How do you feel about that? not the only word the second time you've used. Let's go to the five things, Mark. Sick burn. (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg. Sick burn, you're repeating words. The second half of the show is going to be two semi-intelligent guys butcher news items that they haven't read. One. I believe the metaverse is the next chapter for the internet. Why would that be alarming? Are you asking me? Yeah. Because it came out of the words of the ultimate douche chill. Ooh. Uh, Oh, well, originally the term comes from a dystopian novel called Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson about people who escape a crumbling society by entering a metaverse where they can connect to people and share experiences. Well, that's what his vision is, I believe, is more people plugged in all the time. Like, his vision isn't... Here's where my vision, Mark... You know, I've developed a vision now for technology. You certainly have. As an emergent thought leader in the space. (laughs) You're an emergent thought leader in an emergent space. No, but if you follow the evolution of uh, experience design, especially as it relates to computer technology, what what you're really trying to do through experience design is push all the busy business further into the background. You know, the more seamless the interface, the more it hides all the busy work, like the Mm. less you have to do. Mm. So you're always trying to move towards an invisible interface. Mm. Conversational AI is that invisible interface when you can just have a conversation with a computer and tell it to do something. You know, you can tell it to look up when your flight to Phoenix is. You're not going to say... Computer, open my Google account. Here's the password. See when that flight is. You'll just say, oh, when am I flying to Phoenix? And your IDW is behind the scenes doing all that shit, right? Got but it. What, what is the benefit of that? The benefit is you're not having to stare at a screen all the time. Yeah. The benefit is you could actually like maximize your time a little bit better by having technology do the tasks that suck up most of your waking hours, <clears throat> and then you don't have to be looking at a screen Asshole Zuckerberg's Once you on the screen. vision is yeah. like everyone in VR helmets all day, burning their eyeballs out with blue light. He owns the screens. Fuck that shit. And you're staring at the screens. Yeah. yeah Fuck that, that shit. I'm with you. Number two. a little sleazy name change to try and make us forget that it's Facebook. Yeah. To try and make us forget that it's like software that he made like to try and make himself popular, even though that is the one thing he oh. will never be able to do. Listen to this, though. Number two. So, yeah, there's five of them. Oh, I thought we were just (laughs) rolling them all into one. So these are the quotes. These are quotes from him that then get unpacked. I believe the metaverse is the next chapter for the internet. We talked about that one. Quote two, this is not the way we are meant to use technology. Oh, that sounds a lot like what you were just describing, Josh. Yeah. Um, Except not. He wants us plugged in even deeper. Maybe the most revealing aspect of the metaverse is the way Zuck feels about how technology should be used. Here we are in 2020, quote, here we are in 2021, and all our devices are still built around apps, not people. The experiences we're allowed to build and use are more tightly controlled than ever, and high taxes on new creative ideas are stifling. This was not the way we were meant to use technology. I think he sidestepped the whole thing you were talking about. Well, here's the thing, too. We live in a world dominated by apps, but like what I was just saying, I'm not going to ask my IDW to open Gmail like the IDW, the conversational interface obscures all the apps. I don't give a shit about apps anymore, unless it's an app that I actually need to look at. Does that make sense? <laughs> right? Sure. I mean, the conversational interface is plugged in all the apps. You don't have to talk about the apps. You can just ask it to do the thing. It will open the app if it needs to and find what it needs to tell you. I'm on board, man. I want my IDW to be called um, Reba. Reba? Mm-hmm. I can... I'm sure that could happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the the easiest part of it. Basically, Facebook has to play an Apple sandbox, and it doesn't like it. So in response, it's making its own rules where it can't be told, sorry, don't keep collecting people's information without asking their permission. He's frustrated. He doesn't like the middlemen. 
He wants to own the smartphone. He doesn't want to have that in between him and you. There you go. Three. The dream was to feel present with the people we care about. Oh, boy. The dream was clearly to make money at all costs. What is this? The <laughs> Facebook and Instagram are entirely built around the premise of disconnecting people from actual relationships in favor of virtual ones. <laughs> Wait, True. That's a, that's a quote from him? No, no, that's the response to the quote. Yeah, oh, it, oh. Well, well, touche. Yes. I would say. We're a company that focuses on connecting people. While most other tech companies focus on how people interact with technology, we focus on building technology so people can interact with each other. The that response is, to that? That is the lamest answer I've ever heard to a question. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like, this isn't creating connections with people, but with technology. His entire premise is that people would rather do things virtually instead of actually. You just said that so many ways. But a different, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, where not there a part where he talks about everyone wearing? Yep, it's coming. Okay, because I think that's his idea virtually is these everyone are all in these of, virtual these are all the same point. 3D meeting rooms. Number four is, quote, immersive all-day experiences. Uh, you, I mean, we don't even have to look at the comments. That's just more screen time all day. Yeah, Five. I think the goal here isn't to immerse yourself in technology. It's to, like, actually Free leverage it. From it. Free, free yourself, yourself from well, it. It becomes an ally, not a fucking eyesore, literally. Yes. You like that? That's a sound. I don't like. want to be an enslaved person to my technology. Well, that's the thing. Most people think that technology, like very few people these days use technology properly as a tool. We're mostly tools of technology. Uh-oh. <laughs> Something caught my eye on point five. Five, quote, a future where with just a pair of glasses, dot, dot, dot. And then he, Zuckerberg is going to expand on this idea in an interview with Ben Thompson of Strategery. Ooh. Strategery. Oh, Remember Google Glass? That didn't I work out I so well. Read I do think that for augmented reality, for example, one of the killer use cases is basically going to be you're going to have glasses and you're going to have something like EMG on your wrist and you're going to be able to have a message thread going on when you're in the middle of a meeting or doing something else and no one else is even going to notice. It was striking that Zuckerberg's killer use case of how people might interact with the metaverse involves sending text messages to someone while having a face-to-face conversation with someone else. Yeah. Oh, boy. So instead of being the smartest person in the room, you can just be the biggest dick in the room? Yeah, well, I don't... Come on. I think that... I think he's... I mean, come on. Can that that please, reputation can he, is... Can he please be on his way out? Oh, boy. I don't know. Can't they break up that company? There's th- This is the problem. This is the Adam Curtis. Oh. We know it's a cancer on society. We can't cut it out. Dan Snyder has owned the Washington football team for decades and destroyed it, but you can't get rid of him. The elites. Oh, yeah. Dan the Snyder and Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> sharing a box seat at a game. Uh, okay. Man melts bottle caps in a pizza oven to make skateboards. Well, this sounds like a heart warmer. This is a heart warmer. A man in Brazil is churning out new skateboards from not-so-new materials. Bottle caps. It's the brainchild of Canadian Arian Reagani, 27, who moved to Rio de Janeiro right before the pandemic. He's recruiting neighbors to gather the caps, make more boards. It takes 500 bottle caps. You clean them, churn them, all right, arrange them, melt them in a pizza oven, colorful. They look like penny boards, kind of. Oh, yeah. probably looks like when you were a kid and you'd take a handful of broken crayons and Absolutely. melt them in a uh, muffin tray. Or what is that childhood craft project where you melt the dot, the plastic beads? Oh, yeah. The melty beads? No, that's not what they're called. <laughs> they have a name. Melty beads. No. Chi- Tell me how to Google this. Child Don't melty s- beads. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll do it. It might. Perler. What? Perler. Perler beads. No, I've never heard a child say, no. Daddy, get down the perler beads. Uh, the perler beads. That's what it is, though. Please. Okay. It's the melty we'll beads. Crack that one wide open. All right. Well, this is a lovely one minute video you can watch online. Check the show notes. I. What do you think of this? I don't know. You know, probably know. Well, neither of us probably know enough about like the different grades of plastics. Ooh. No. But what if you had this contraption in your house? It's like a big box and inside were all these grinding things but you you put all your plastic waste in there Mm. i don't know if it would need to like identify before it started grinding what the plastic was but it could grind all your plastic into like dust basically and then use those different (laughs) grades of dust 
to 3D print things. You had a 3D printer that you could feed recycled plastic. Mm, okay. I was about to say you don't want to grind it to dust, r- dust, release it, and then hail a bunch of nanoparticles. No, it would be contained. Like, that's why yes. it's in a box, right? Self-contained, yes. But so maybe instead of going to Ikea... Wait a minute. Are we ideating? We are. I, I <laughs> don't know. I <laughs> might be able to find that <laughs> sound cue. But imagine instead of going to Ikea to buy a coffee table, you, you go to Ikea's website... Out of your own plastic waste. And you download the the blueprints or whatever for a 3d printed table you stick that in your you don't want to deal with all that don't forget all that you just ask your idw exactly hey say my plastic bin's full make me a coffee table mark you're picking right up on this because then your idw would come back to you and say well ikea has you know this version you can buy the plans for twenty dollars you don't have enough of grade this grade plastic to make it though you might want to try this version from wayfair instead Ooh. Don't go to Wayfair. That's the then you. That's what you tell your IDW. Don't you ever show me anything off Wayfair again, (laughs) or I will unplug you. I don't. I don't. I'm okay with Wayfair. I think. Don't I have that right? Isn't that the QAnon sex cabal happening on Wayfair where they were selling kids, sending them in boxes, (laughs) something like that? Um, I'm sure that's. uh, Well, that was 100 legit. (laughs) That was good. That's that's my vision for the future, Mark. No, you just gotta. Burn yourself to to your fingernail beds trying to make it happen as an entrepreneur in this cutthroat world. No thanks. No thanks. You can have it for free. Someone no. Do it. No. Just put me on the board. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's my idea. Put me on the board. All right, Josh. I only got one left. All right. I haven't read it, but I sure did see the headline and <laughs> threw it in the dock. <laughs> well, that's all we really need. Penis worms, the hermit crabs of their time. I'm bringing you this from CNN. Katie Hunt decided to dive in. They look... I mean, do you want to see what one looks like? Is it a worm that looks like a dick? Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> a worm looks like Bill Clinton's nose? Oh. What? You've never noticed? In certain pictures, like the end of his nose looks like the tip of a dick. It's what the worst. Is, really? Bill yeah. Clinton nose. Maybe this is just you. It's not in every picture. And it's just a little bulb. Yeah, but there's like a little like. Oh, the, I see it. There, see, you son of a bitch. Well, and then <sighs> you know, it probably it probably has something to do with his energy too. He's got that not big dick energy, but like just dick out all the time energy. <laughs> so of course his nose looks like that. Oh God, you're you're right. Look at that. <laughs> oh my God! All right, in the depths of ancient seas, more than 500 million years ago, phallic-shaped creatures known as penis worms commandeered empty shells to protect themselves from predators. Hmm. I wonder. So wait a even minute. Back then, these dick worms just, are is, looking for like shell vaginas. But is this just a is this just a sensationalist headline? There's some prehistoric worms that, that sort of resembles a. Yeah, they kind of look. This is not a real. That's the whole story. story. There used to be a hermit, a worm that behaved like a hermit crab, but well, it looked like a wiener. Yeah, it's like I think it's this is some scientific breakthrough that they figured out. We're talking about some prehistoric stuff here. Excuse me. Brought to you by Pfizer. The only explanation that makes sense was that these shells were their homes, so that came as a real surprise. Hermiting behavior had been thought to evolve much later. It's been a great show. <laughs> oh no! Keep talking. <laughs> I mean, I'm done. I think <laughs> this story's kind of a. I don't think this requires much analysis. Well, it just caught of... me with a the penis. It's not a penis worm. It's a worm that looks like a penis. That's very different. Oh well, maybe that's how we should wrap up. What's the, the difference between a, a well? I can a tell worm you what that looks like a penis and a penis worm. I would think that the penis worm is actually somehow engaged in worming around in the penis. In the penis? That's what you I would assume. A penis worm travels up urethras. Maybe. Do you remember hearing about? The, I don't know if it's even true. I think it is that if you are in the really like the tropics, in certain parts of the tropics, you shouldn't pee in the water. Like if you're in a river, oh, don't pee. It can go up the stream. Those, those barbed—they're like these fish, and they swim up your pee stream, and then they they release their barbs, and they are you kidding hook me? Hook into your urethra, give you a UTI. Like you'd never, you you've got to be kidding. Well, just don't pee in uh, tropic a, rivers. That can or really if you're happen. Gonna, if you're on, I think if you're like standing up to your above your waist in water, if you pee directly in the water, if you are standing on the river banks and pee into the water, I don't think they can swim up your pee stream. It's more of a like 
don't open up your dingus in the That's in the still water. pretty bold. It's a fish? I was thinking it would be a bacteria that somehow knew how to come. No, I think it's some sort of barbed penis fish. <laughs> There's your headline, That's CNN. episode 171. Barbed penis fish? Nope, we're cleaning this act up. No more toxic male energy. No more butt months. No more. Well, that's to- the thing about butt month is like that was actually kind of a misleading. It was just kind like of when like I look that back headline. at that episode, I'm like, okay, it's the 69s in the title, and then we call oh, it butt I didn't month. Even but it that. seems so juvenile. I didn't even notice that. But really, like the butt, the butt part of butt month had nothing to do with like, uh, but no, well, I mean, it was real science. It, it was there was some science. It in was there. it was all butt related. It was a bit like the CNN headline, though. They were it like, was a bit like This that. one sort of has to do with butts. Let's. I'll tell you what it wasn't. Let's pack it in. It wasn't a deep, thoughtful narrative of the father-son relationship appearing in both Thrasher and the Paris Review. Yeah, right? Let's make that happen. <laughs> well, it's kind of up to just, you. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Will you write that for me, Mark, based on my notes from today? You just want to be on the board? Yeah, I'll just be on the board. No, I've started writing it. I've got a Google Doc going. Nice. You know, you just there's so many things. You start losing steam. Yeah. You're getting old. Well. Although my knee heals fast. It's still like sore on the top of the kneecap, though. But no, like, joint damage to prevent. I can still get rad if that's what you're worried about. <laughs> Episode 17. I actually went to the, the, the Denver Park yesterday just to make sure. Episode 170. I didn't get my raddest, but I... Put the nar boots on a little bit. You think we're gonna get a four G clip? I think maybe. I think I don't. I think we could get one. I don't think it's gonna come by way of him happening to listen to this episode. How much? I'm gonna send him this episode and f- say, "Listen, because you're in there somewhere." Listen, because we want you to do another egg. He, I think Greg would probably prefer if you just asked him for another <laughs> egg <laughs> as opposed to like, "Hey, listen to this and then do some no, more work." Oh, come on! He oh, knows this us. isn't listening to this isn't this work. This is Greg. It's free. Four G. Say we want you to do an egg here. We made 4G. a. We made a. We made you a pitch. Yes. Oh, I think he'd love to listen in. I need to actually talk to him about his. I, I know who does his socks. It's the sock guy. I've looked at their website. Oh shh. I think when we open our new salon. You make well, some wait, socks? it's not a secret. It's stitched <laughs> on the socks. It says like it's on the back of there. It says SG in one one of the on the back of your heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to do some Paylite socks. You know. Ooh. We're gonna sell more than just hair product, Mark. We're selling a line of candles. It's a lifestyle brand. No, it's just shit we like. Candles. Yeah, one of my wife's uh, longtime guests makes those oh. artisan candles. They're stunning. I'll show it. We have one upstairs. I'll show it to you. Love it. And they smell amazing. Some. We can't keep did you them just in say stock. The, did you just say the name on air of the new salon? That's not a secret, I okay. don't think. Go to paylete.com and see a barely functioning website. I do want to do that. P-E-L-E-T-T-E? E-E-T. P-E-L-E-E-T. P-E-L-E-E-T. Not pellet or pellet. Paylete. Okay. Your internet's... Oh, here we go. It's spinning. Really? Why is my Ooh, internet so there? slow? All right. Wait a minute. How long... Oh, yeah. That's a nice big long scroll for those big letters you got in there. Well, I want it to be a very minimalist, like slightly it. obtuse website. I like it. Because... Although it just... Yeah, there's nothing here yet. People don't really look at websites anymore anyway. For businesses, I mean, yeah. Here's this question: What are you gonna do? You gonna do an Instagram account? You have to. Just Instagram. I think just in, that's all we have now. We have no Facebook page. I actually deleted it. We Good never, enough. We never updated it anyway. Good enough. Nobody cares, right? You need you need a website and maybe an Instagram account. It's really all you need. But you don't have. To, I mean, are you gonna dig in on the Instagram account? You're just gonna have it. I'm just gonna have it. Occasionally post to it, not interact over it really, because each stylist has right their own that they. That's, I think that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You you just, whatever you do on your site, maybe this is a no-brainer. If you've got your stylist, that's, you link to their Instagram account through that. And then on yours, you just, what, pull in one of their good ones and say, You follow. repost. You re- that's what I meant. That's how, yeah. you, you can see, I am, I am you one of the, out of the game. I am out of the game. I forgot you could even repost. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? When you take this one and you put it on yours. It's like you copy the picture and then you put it into yours. I am out of the game and loving it. I don't look at, I still have it on my phone just to post for the slum, but I don't check Instagram anymore really ever. That's good, I think. I've been playing a video game though. 
Alto's Journey. Have you ever played that one where you're like, it's like you're snowboarding on sand dunes. <laughs> no. And all you can do is like if you jump, and if you hold the jump button, you do backflips. But it just gets like crazier and crazier. Oh, it gets more and more <sighs> boisterous and challenging and hard. It gets hard. It gets really hard. 